1: the money that's what i always say you always follow yeah, the yeah yeah this is follow the money with mitch moss and paulie howard on v
2: welcome in it is follow the money this show is brought to you by DraftKings. and uh to begin the year paulie we had the first two golf tournaments of course as always in hawaii one in maui and the other one in honolulu uh now it moves to california and our buddy Jeff Sherman joins. Uh, Jeff Sealy joins the program. Sorry, got my Jeffs mixed up there. He is uh, at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter, and also you can get his Cutmaker Pod, which is going to be up a little bit later on today. Uh, Jeff, good to talk to you again. How how you been?
3: Great, fellas, and we're we got a, we're in the midst of a of a high variant stretch of golf tournaments here.
2: Okay, and I'm glad you brought that up because you know the more articles I read about this specific tournament, the more people I talk to, the thought is right. This could be 25 under winning the tournament, like. The, the tournament uh, two weeks ago to begin the whole thing. Um, do you like this tournament as a big golf fan? But also, what does it mean in terms of variance and maybe taking some bombs, some long bombs here to win it outright?
3: Well, I look at this two ways, right? I think, yeah, this is a week where you're going to take a few more bombs for less money than... I look at it two ways. One, you take some a few more bombs for you know a few pizza money bets, as you guys always say, more than you might normally. But also, there's a handful of guys who consistently play well here, and while their prices are so low, you can't necessarily bet them to win. I think there are some really good really good players who I'm going to bet top 20, and then I'm going to take some dark throws on some guys much higher up the board.
2: Okay. Then we'll get to those bombs coming up in a few minutes. Let's attack it, though, from looking at the guys at the top of the odds board, and again, something that you don't typically do, but why did Patrick Cantley catch your eye this week?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. I, you mentioned Jeff Sherman, and I was I was talking with him last night. And, you know, when when, when I look at the bets that Sherman made, and I, but a lot of times I'm, I look at his stuff and I try to figure out how he did what he did or why he did what he did this week, I simply looked at his bets. And then I looked at strokes gained in this tournament, and that's Jeff Sherman's betting card. And, and so top of this list and strokes gained at this, tur- this tournament is Patrick Cantlay. I mean, I but at 10 to 1, I don't have a lot of interest. But a top 20, especially if you go to go to a book where you know, ties pay full, I think it's a great play. And I would play Cantlay minus 120 or better in any matchup except for maybe a, a Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he finished 26th year last year, but after a ninth, second, and ninth year. Again, he leads the field in strokes gained at these courses over the last 10-plus rounds. I think he's just a tremendous top 20 bet. And you could say the exact same thing about Sanjay M. Now, I'm not going to bet Sanjay outright, but he has... Five straight top twenties. So you just, you know, you go out, you make a top twenty on Cantlay, you make a top twenty on Sunjay, and I think you're going to be, be happy with the result in those regards.
2: Okay. Uh, so for the first two weeks of the season, you've made a case for Eric Cole. Do you want to go back to war with him again this week?
3: Yeah, guys, we're going to have to start calling this segment the the Eric Cole JT Post segment uh, because these guys have become my new Webb Simpson. I mean, they're they're thirty to one each this week. And I'm going to bet him top 20 again. I'm going to bet him every every week with a short course and putting matters. Over the last 20 rounds, these guys are second, eighth in my model. Cole back-to-back top 20s, Poston back-to-back top 10s. Here's what's crazy, guys. So Poston has two top 10s and a top 25 in his last three trips here. Cole came last year and finished 36th. In their last 20 rounds, Cole's ninth in the field on approach, Poston's 19th. On approach from 150 to 250, Cole is second, Poston's 38. In putting from 5 to 15 feet, any golf tournament you watch, the putts that matter are 5 to 15 feet. Last 20 rounds, Poston second, Cole 11. Last tw- and last 20 rounds, birdie or better percentage. We talked about this being that you're going to need 20, 2,500 to win. Mm-hmm. Last 20 rounds, birdie or better percentage. Cole first, Poston second. My two favorite players for the money in this thing are J.C. Poston and Eric Cole.
2: Okay, so then... As always, that, that, those will be smaller bets uh, to win it outright. What do you want to do in the placement markets? Are you going to bet them both top 10, smaller bets, uh, or bigger bets, I should say, and top 20, or how do you want to approach it with both Cole and, and Poston?
3: You got, I'm, I'm going to play half a unit top 20. I'm going to play three-tenths of a unit top 10. I'm going to play two-tenths of a unit top five, and I'm going to play one-tenth of a unit outright. Just okay. scale it on down. We have to do it with those guys every week, and long run, that's going to be a profitable way to bet that.
2: All right, so you want to bet him across the board pretty much. Same thing with Tony yep. Finau?
3: No, you know, Tony Finau is interesting. I mean, he's 35-1, to one, and he makes a lot of sense at this price. I mean, he graves out number nine in my model, 14th in this field in total strokes gained at this event. Um, but I'm gonna just going to bet Finau top 10 at plus 330 or better, and probably top five plus 700. Okay. The reason being, I, th- I think at some point his putter is going to let him down. Um, another guy you guys know from Vegas all the time is Taylor Montgomery. Uh, he's fifty to one. He's pretty straightforward. Plays well in the desert. Elite putter. Comes in with good recent form and took fifth here last year. So he's kind of another version of Eric Cole, JT Poston with a little lesser form. I'm just going to play Taylor Montgomery top twenty and maybe a dark on him to win, knowing he's fifty to one. I'm going to skip the the top ten and top fifty markets there. And then lastly, we got Adam Hadwin, who's also fifty to one. He's tied for he's tied with Cantlay for stroke skating this event. Over the past 23 rounds, why not play him? I mentioned Sherman's favorite play this week, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to play Hadman top 20. Um, good course history, recent form is solid, but doesn't really grade out amazingly well in my model. So for me to pick a guy to to win, he needs to be at least inside the top 20 in my model. He's not, so I'm going to play uh, Hadman top 20 and then just pass on the on the outright there.
0: How about some bombs and maybe one of the the biggest bets you've made in terms of a price on a top 20? How about t- to win in a top 20 with some long shots?
3: Sure, guys. I mean, Eric Van Royen is 100-1, to one, and he took six here last year. We just talked about, you know, if there's ever an event, I mean, three of the last five years, 200-1 to one or higher has won this event. So, some bombs. Eric Van a 100-1, sixth here last year, 22nd at the Century two weeks ago. Over the last 20 rounds, birdie or better percentage, I mentioned Eric Cole first, JT Post in second.
1: Mm-hmm. Number
3: three, Eric Van Royen. So I like that as a, as a bomb play. He's plus 350, top 20. I think that's worthwhile. Patent Desire is an easy dart throw, 110 to one. I'm going to play him um, top 20 and then some piece of money to win. 13th in my short-term model, finished 11th and 22nd in the last two trips here. And he's plus 330, top 20. I think that's absolutely worth a bet. And then lastly, this is probably the biggest homer bet you're going to hear me make, but um, I, it's, it's unbelievable. Right now, you can find Eric Barnes top 20 at between 18 and 20 to one. That's a, to make the top 20. Do I think he's gonna win? Probably not, but I think 18 to 20 to one is worth a small wager. So Barnes made the PGA Tour after years on mini tours in Ferry. He played in the fall swing in 2022, where he had a 10th at the RSM, finished 13th in the Farmers before he tore up his knee and had to have knee surgery. This is his first event back, and w- when he played in this event last year, the reason he missed the cut is because he didn't putt well. How do I know how, what to expect from his putter? I just played golf with him two weeks ago, and he's now he's a member of Concession, the hardest putting golf course in America. I think the putting is going to be there for Eric Barnes this week. As long as your putting is there, you can get through the cut here, and 20-1 to 1 to be top 20, I'm in on that this week with Eric Barnes.
2: You can follow Jeff wow. on X. He's at Cutmaker Jeff and the Cutmaker podcast will be out a little bit later on today. So you come on every Wednesday. Why did you not give out Grayson Murray last week at 525 to one? Yeah. What happened?
3: <laughs> well, and, and and again, guys, that's, that's what makes this so hard. I mean, we mentioned this time of year. Remember when, when Kepka famously said that the majors are the easiest to win. And that's the truth. Like you look at the masters, how many guys can win 15? I mean, this week, 50, 60 guys can win. this yeah. I mean, that's that's the biggest difference, which is what makes it really hard to bet. So you keep, I think, playing the placement markets, smaller bets, and taking a few dart throws here and there is definitely the way to approach it this week because, I, frankly, I'd be surprised if a favorite won.
2: Yeah, this is uh, my approach, and one of my betting resolutions for 2024 was to dial back the number of outrights per tournament and add more of the top 10s, and specifically the top 20s. I think it's a better way to approach it.
3: No, there's, there's no doubt, especially if you can get some guys, especially some of your bombs, Sure. you, you know, maybe maybe finish three to one. All you got to do is hit one out of three of those and you're even.
2: Yeah, that's exactly spot on. So, again, the podcast is going to be out a little bit later on today called the Cupmaker Podcast. Uh, Jeff, thanks for the time as always. Good luck, man.
3: Hey, fellas, take care.
2: Yep, thank you. Not a fan of uh, watching. And I love I love golf. I watch, you know, bits and pieces, if not all, of every single tournament, especially the big ones. But the 25, 26, 27 under tournaments, yeah. Uh, no. I, I just, I'm not a oh, big... Good,
0: but. good breakdown. Yeah. And I also like the, yeah, I just played golf with them. I like that <laughs> that's too. That's a pretty nice little... Yeah, good podcast, knows all these guys. And uh, we've had a 200 and a 500 to 1 cash already this year with these golf tournaments. Pretty good. Not bad. hmm. Then it's a whole different ball game now with these top 20s, top 10s. Yeah, Excellent. That, that, that's got to be something that you uh, are looking at because,
2: again... I will remind people that I love hitting golf rights. It doesn't happen very often, but when they do, it's definitely nice because there's such big prices usually that would come in, but I'm totally fine. And I bet two top twenties last week, Thigala he missed the cut. Eric Cole got there and he was in the plus money range. So overall with the Thigala loss in that, and with those two placement bets, one money, cause
0: Cole was plus money. We've done this a couple times on the show in the history. <clears throat> Best job, best thing going is a professional golfer. Oh, yeah. What they make, and you, you walk down the street, no one knows who you are.
2: I That's mean, exactly we did, right. We
0: did the Lee Westwood thing. What, what, how much money that guy was worth? Huh? What, Lee Westwood? It blew our minds. Yeah. I if, mean, these guys, you walk down the street, these uh, top 20 golfer in the world, I could sit down here playing blackjack at the bar and no one would recognize him. It'd probably take two weeks. That's exactly right. If you're ranked somewhere between,
2: hell, outside the top 20, if you're between 20 and 60, and you're playing every week or, you know, a bunch on the tour, who knows how much cash you have and how much money you, you know, what your net worth is at that point. And yet you could you could get away you could, nobody will recognize you
0: anywhere. It doesn't matter what you do. A friend of a friend was a caddy for Dottie Pepper. That guy had like three houses about I mean the, sure. Dottie Pepper. Right? He was the caddy. Yeah. What he had. So
2: we ran down the list one time. Like Zach Johnson's made a hundred million dollars in his career or something like that. Something stupid on the tour. Up next. We will try to do the impossible, which is ranking them in order this year. Yikes. Let's follow the money on Visa and the Esports Betting Network.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity Presents... Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything, for every passenger, feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know...
2: This
0: is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get unlimited access to the vsin.com slash picks page. Use the code FTM. You get 10% off the annual subscription. Follow the money, code FTM. Uh, we love all of you, most of you, 98%. And, and uh, I know a lot of you are upset. We just work here, they don't run anything by us. We, they don't consult us with decisions, and I know there's been a lot of changes with the new website and, and with the app uh, going away, but uh, you're, you're blowing up our timelines here, and I understand your frustration, but it is what it is. I hate to use that term, but uh, I just work here. Mitch just works here. But there's been changes, and, and that's, that's how it's going to be, and that's the direction they went in. The site looks beautiful. Yeah. It's sleek. I think it's a major upgrade
2: from what we had uh, previously, and now this is in the VSIN Daily today, written – by Bill 80 and uh, he was answering a bunch of questions regarding your feedback and most of the feedback was about the retirement of the VEASAN app and as he points out we meaning VEASAN slash DraftKings made a decision to retire the app and dedicate the resources to making VEASAN.com more mobile friendly and so as he also says, we are working hard to make this transition as easy as possible and in the VEASAN daily he sent out some links because the audio player on the site is the same as the one that was on the app Now, you can also, like, I tweet out this stuff before the show every single day. I tweet out a rundown of who's going to be on, at what time they're going to be on, maybe some of our talking points. Again, we only have so many characters to tweet out, so I can't get to everything. And also, I tweet out, like, where you can watch the show, Mm -hmm. and I also send out the link where you can listen, which was included in today's tweet, at Mitch Moss Radio, and that's the link that you're going to want to file away and listen to v moving forward in the v Daily. He also has the link for where you can watch for vSIM Pro subscribers and for the replays as well if you are a vSIM Pro subscriber. And again, as Paulie just told you, 10% off new uh, subscriptions at vSIM.com slash subscribe. All right, so trying to rank the remaining quarterbacks in this year's playoffs, very difficult to
0: do. Did you notice anything of the eight remaining quarterbacks? Well, I noticed a lot. I don't know what angle you're going for here, though. But Okay, I, no- uh, I noticed that Every single one but one is a first round pick. Uh-huh. You have all first round picks and then Mr. Irrelevant. Baker Mayfield, number one pick. Goff, number one pick. Love, twenty six pick. Jackson, late first round. Yeah. Allen. Josh Allen, high pick. Mahomes, middle. Yeah, right. Early to middle. Right. Then there's Mr. Irrelevant.
2: This was um very difficult for me to do because mm-hmm. I don't Paul honestly like and I, and I was sitting there yesterday I was looking at some of the advanced numbers like EPA per play and passing EPA per play and DVOA and I just like okay so how much of that do we actually factor in for ranking the quarterbacks this year compared to like the history of what what these guys have played like in the playoffs right because if you're going to go based on history alone well then Mahomes has to be number one overall but if you go with how he has played this year and oh, by the way, like how much help he's gotten from his receivers, you probably can't go Mahomes number one. So it's got to kind of be, um, you got to mesh like the two together. And so I don't know, I'm kind of spitballing here. I put Baker Mayfield eighth overall. Is that fair to him? Or could you make the case that he needs to be ahead of somebody like, oh, I don't know, Jordan Love or CJ Straw because this is their first basically year ever playing?
0: We thought experience mattered. It didn't last week. Right. C.D. Lamb makes the comments, and then they get run out, and the youngest team in the league buries them. And the yeah, It was it, no experience against a lot of experience in the youngest roster, and the game's over in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. I like what Kyle Shanahan said yesterday. We were prepping for Green Bay in the second quarter. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was And a shot at Dan Quinn, too, but uh, he was right. That sucker was over. And that was the other thing I failed to mention. It was the bet one of the best results of the whole year. People had the Cowboys... Every which way but loose, straight up teasers and in play, they kept betting Dallas when they were losing to come back and win the game. But this is t- this is a tough assignment, man. Uh, he he was great on Monday night, but it was also Philadelphia's defense. Yeah, true. And I don't like the comments like why is Detroit laying six six and a half? I don't give two bleeps about what happened in Week Six. Because they didn't move the ball against... A, who cares? No, it has nothing to do with this game. Week one, Baltimore buried Houston. Mm-hmm. Stroud's first start. You crumple it up, you throw mm-hmm. it in the garbage. Week three, Philadelphia
2: buried Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's it had right. nothing
0: to do with Monday night. That's right. So uh, you have to pick someone last. Mm-hmm. It's tough, but I can't... Uh, it's it's uh, You know, it's tough, but it sounds about right. Okay. I put Jared Goff seventh. Oh, wow. What? seven?
2: okay you want to it's put him alive yeah yeah but also don't forget you ripped the daylights out of the guy for how bad he was with the Rams yeah so okay but that that also factors now. into
0: this now yeah well not well how do you want to deter how are you hot who do you trust guy to win a game I mean it's who he hasn't played well all year and his wide receivers have let him down I got to have my homes one or two I have to. Until someone I, can beat the, the guy, and he's all, and in order to beat him, going back, you have to play unbelievable football and, and score like
2: 30, 40 points. Oh, this is, okay, so part of the reason why I had Goff this low is because I can't, in my head, and I went back and forth with all of these, and I'm just spitballing mostly. Can you really justify having Goff higher than Stroud or Love right now?
0: Yes, you can.
2: I couldn't. Really? I could not do it. I mm-hmm. mean, and this is no knock at Jared Goff. I bet the guy to win the MVP after like week five. Mm-hmm. I like the guy. But C.J. Stroud, is a, he's an atypical rookie quarterback. Without we ha- key weapons. Yes. Yes. We have not seen this before uh-huh. from a rookie. Um, so I had to have Stroud ahead of him because he's doing it without a bunch of his guys. Now, this could also come back to haunt me this week, and it very likely will, because they're also taking on a—you know one of the best
0: teams in football on the road coming off of a bye week yeah. in the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. I have to have Goff ahead of Love. Because it's been a roller coaster for love and in the middle of the season. With, I mean, I'm, I had a good sized bet on him when they played the Rams, when that was Brett Rippon and Stafford was out. I mean, they had problems moving the ball in that game against a bad Rams defense. Y- he was bad against the Saints till the rally in the fourth quarter. But yeah, the last month, yeah, unbelievable. Last nine games, best quarterback in football. Uh, yeah, sure. His numbers are what and, is it? 22 the, to 1 touchdown yeah. to INT? Yep.
2: So yeah, I have Stroud sixth. And I have loved fifth overall. Again, I went back and okay. forth with
0: this the entire time. Oh, it's hard, no doubt. Do, do you agree with that, Stroud, behind I, love by one? I can't... I, I think you're going to have Josh Allen too high. Leads the league in... It was like number two in interceptions. Yeah, but I can't... Turnover get, machine. Yeah, he, no,
2: I know. Josh Allen was impossible for me to rank on this list. Yeah. Yep. Because I actually had him at number
0: one for a second. Right, and that's how you want to... Okay, woo. And that's how you also want what, to... What's the categories? What goes into this? Because as I just said, it, it's been an ugly year, and they've been awful offensively. Well, but, but, but I'm talking about one guy to win a big game, and it, he doesn't win it every year. But he's in these every year. He's been in the AFC title game, and that's Mahomes. Right.
2: Um, so I went back and forth quite a bit with Love, Stroud, Purdy as well, because I know he was the short shot to win the MVP there for a couple of weeks, because he's got so much. You can't deny what Purdy did, though. He had one really, really bad game. Other than that, like all of his numbers this I mean, year, right, absolutely right. So, and you can't with any of th- with these guys that we're talking about, right? Purdy got hurt last year, NFC title game against the Eagles. Okay. So, like postseason history doesn't really exist for him. Love clearly nothing. Stroud nothing. Mayfield really nothing. Goff is the one guy so far that has postseason
0: experience. So, this is why I don't have any of these guys in the top three. Well, he played well in the playoffs. It was just Belichick undressed him and McVeigh. That's true. They were out coached and he, they couldn't do anything in that game. Yep. Um, okay. Now, now I want to hear what you where you have uh, Lamar. I have pretty fourth. All right. Because, again, like,
2: it's all this year pretty much. You can't ignore the numbers. However, he does have incredible weapons on uh, the team. What's
0: what's wrong and, with last year? He carved up Seattle. Oh, no, no, he I He struggled know. against yeah. Dallas, and then he got hurt right away in a Philly game. Yeah. And you can't call them liars. Everything they said was accurate. Oh, we would have moved the ball and killed them. Well, they probably would have. Yeah. But so, then he got hurt. So top three, forget about it.
2: I mean, I went Josh Allen third. I can have him lower. I have to. But you have him fourth Turn- or fifth? You have to. Low turnovers. He's, he's got to take care of the ball. He's also responsible for, like, what, 50 touchdowns this year? He's also erratic. Oh, you get the good and the bad with that guy. That's right. okay. Who, so you would have him below Purdy? Yeah. Below, not below, Goff.
0: Below. Don't tell me below no, Goff. No, I got Lamar number two. See, this one's tough. It's, it's because very of the history. Tricky. Yeah, because of the history. Now, he put up the numbers... In the 2019 game, but the, you know the, there was a fumble, there were some turnovers, but they went up and down the field against Tennessee. They just turned it over and had issues in the red zone, but I think he threw for 300 and had a ton on the ground in that game. And again, this is why it's so tricky. I, I have Mahomes number one overall. If we were doing it d- just this year
2: alone, yeah, yeah. clearly these rankings would be different. Mahomes would not be number one. He might not touch number one, but if you base it, again, not all his fault this year, horrible play from his wide receiver, so many drops. Yep. And on top of that, like when you look at the overall history of this guy, you can't deny what he's done. It's every single year. You can't kill him. Uh-huh. And this is the first ever. I mean, think of it, first ever road pl- playoff game for the guy. Yep. That tells you all you need to know. And it's Brady territory. He's rarely a dog. That's right. Only mm-hmm. ten times before right. this game in his career. And he's eight one and one ATS. So I go one through three. I go Mahomes one, Jackson two, and Allen three. You'd bump Allen down. You said. Yeah. You're too high on Lamar. I might be. Lamar's I, too high. He's also going to win a second MVP this I don't, year. Yeah. So I'm
0: factoring this year's play into it quite a bit for him. I might be too high on him. He's got the. He's guy's the most to lose this this round in this playoffs. Lamar Jackson. You've got to go to the Super Bowl now. You have to. You're a 10 point favorite, and All you're right. going to be at home. Whoever in a in a, in a, a banged up team coming out in a, teams with issues. Yeah. Whoever wins that Buffalo game.
2: All right, they're hitting 80% on the year in this spot. Find out which team next.
1: This is Follow the Money on
3: VSEN.
0: We love Omaha Steaks. Incredible. You'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. Omaha Steaks guarantee you're going to love every bite. And when you go to omahasteaks.com slash VEASAN, four free air-chilled boneless chicken breast, four free rich juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. omahasteaks.com slash It's a really big card
2: tonight in the NBA. Um, Mavericks are playing at the Lakers. So the Mavs are currently the five seed in the Western Conference the Lakers are the ten. They're a game below five hundred. The Mavericks are actually twelve and seven ATS on the road. That is now the best overall mark in the league. Actually they're they're a tick behind the Kings because the Kings did cover last night, but they lost the game to the Suns and they blew a twenty two point lead with eight minutes to go in the game. Incredible. The Lakers are only eight and twelve ATS at home, thirteen and seven to the under so far on the year.
0: Yep. I love how they're doing this now. Your marquee prime time games are middle of the week. And putting this one uh, on ABC. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as, as we talked about, as Julian was just on, what, what the, what's going on with the Pelicans in a couple of games, but specifically Dallas. Dallas has a ton of weird losses when their opponent has been key, sitting key guys. And then they have some big wins with Luka out. What's happened? You know, it, it, it's they beat the Knicks without Luka. They had another big win without Luka the other night. And they got boat raced by a couple teams. And Julian pointed out the Pelicans game. Pelicans sat everybody and beat the Mavs, but with this one, it's you know how much does Ham tinker with the lineup, and did, have they found something and finally did, did something click as they they beat OKC and look good and now laying points at home against the Mavs and they got to get going here. I mean they are they are plus one fifteen to make the playoffs. That's it. Mm. LeBron and AD again. I have to. I keep repeating myself, but you have to. They're playing this well and aren't missing games, and this is their record. Under 500, come on. Yep. So good win the other night against OKC.
2: Maybe that was the beginning here of something for this team. Remember, Paul, they took off around this time last year. And uh, they were, I bet them, at a really big number last year. I think it was like 47-1 to here at Circa to win the West. When they were down and out, they were worse last
0: year than they were this year. Well, they had to get rid of the vampire. They did that. They got rid of Westbrook. And it did turn around for them. And they had to get them out of there, and they made a lot of key changes. And And to what you just said. Is there, a, is there help on the way? Do they make a trade? Does, does Golden State punt on the season? Do they get a Zach Levine? You know, do they make a big trade and try to grab a, a Kuzma or something like that? So I think Palenka will be busy at the deadline.
2: Okay, so the Warriors, boy, this is, uh, it's hilarious. I was looking around the other day for odds to win the Western Conference. At one book here in town, the Warriors are like the third shot on the board. They're like plus 350 to win the West. They're two to one to make the playoffs. Plus $2 to
0: make the playoffs. Three now. Plus $3? It yep. moved last? Okay. Right. Worth repeating How? again. Their schedule was a joke. They played so many teams. I think it was tw- now up to 24 games with teams with a losing record, and this is their record? How are they
2: ahead of, like, eight teams in the Western Conference? Huh? They're third or fourth on the board at one spot to win the West? They're they're terrible. Yep. I saw uh, Matt Steinmetz, who I used to work with in the Bay Area, Who's covered the, the Golden State Warriors in the NBA for a long, long time? They had on, and he's just been crushing them. But they uh, they also had somebody on their show yesterday, and they said two words come comes to mind. Two words that said about the Warriors, it's over. Yep. So yep, they are now. This I saw opened up Jazz three and a half last night, and I thought that was way too low. Jazz are up to four and a half right now. Total is two forty two. Again, it, this is worth repeating. Utah sixteen and four ATS Beautiful. at home. Covering on average by 9.7 points per game. They are taking teams out behind the woodshed, and it's just haymaker after haymaker. Yep, and do
0: do they go for it now? Do they keep this together, and do they uh, stand pat and don't trade people at the deadline? That's number one, because if they don't, I think they're ahead of the Lakers. Think about that, that they're going to get in here, and you can cash this big ticket. The other thing, to put this in perspective, Golden State is only three games ahead of Memphis in the loss column. Jaw was suspended 25 games, and then he comes back. He gets hurt. Bain's out. They oh. haven't had anybody the whole year. That really puts it in perspective yeah, how no bad kidding. the Warriors have been. Yep. Uh, Bucks are playing
2: at the Cavs. Don't look now, but Cleveland, they've won oh, yeah. five straight. Incredible job here. They, they, they have Milwaukee in their crosshairs. Bucks again, 25-15 and 15 to the over, best in the league, but only
0: 16-23-1 ATS, poly on the season. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But a week ago, Milwaukee was minus 2,000 to win the division. Mm -hmm. If they lose this game, they're only two up on the Cavs in the division. So to play like this, they're hot. They're scoring 23-15. and I still like this Milwaukee team. They're going to make a trade. It took a while. Issues defensively, no doubt about it. But that was a a big win against Sacramento and what Lillard did. So I just think come playoff time, they're going to be a tough out. But then again, Boston's a freight train, and they're 19-0 and at home and Boston um, either one or two for most talented team. Doc Rivers said it's the Clippers. But certainly Boston's going to be a, a they're going to probably win the East, but well wow. uh, Milwaukee still I think I think there's too much anti-Milwaukee stuff going on. I don't have this
2: uh, date memorized. You probably do. The mm-hmm. NBA trade deadline is at the February same, 9th. It's the same it's week a Friday as Super, before Bowl. Super
0: Bowl. Yeah. That's
2: why would they do last, that? They did it last year. Why would they keep doing that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's paramount that the teams that you just mentioned Boston, Milwaukee, and I have to throw in Philadelphia again. All three of those teams must make a move. And I say that because you can't allow like two of them to make it, and then you're going to be like, oh, crap, we missed out. Maybe we should have made a move as well. And now there, you know, there were rumblings to begin the season that the Sixers could go and get Pascal Siakam. Well, maybe maybe
0: that ship is sailed because he could end up with Indiana by today, maybe. It'd be great. It'd be a great move. I hope the Pacers can do that. In any event, I, I like the over in this Bucks game. Uh, Two-thirty-six and a half now. Milwaukee, Indiana, uh, Atlanta, you're seeing teams that are just top three, four offensive efficiency and at the bottom. Milwaukee not as bad, but Indiana and Atlanta near the bottom of defense.
2: Could make the uh, case for another over tonight. It's the Heat at the Raptors. Miami's a a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. The total here is 227. This is uh, Toronto since quickly in Barrett. Have been playing after the OG Ananobi trade. Six and two to the over. The average total in those games, 235.3 points per game. The average points scored per game, 244.5. It's actually 251. If you, you can't do this, but if you take away their last game against Boston, which was 106 to 95, take that one out, it's 244.5 points combined last seven games. Ooh, so they have been info. flying over. Yep. I, bet them, I haven't been them every game, I've been them a couple of times, and tonight might be another one where I go to war with the uh, over 227. Sounds good. Magic are playing at the Hawks.
0: Yeah, a bit Miss- of a funk now here. Uh, yeah. I, you, Orlando? Yeah. Yeah. Because now, remember, they were so hot, and at one time they were the three seed. And now they're not even going to win that division. It looks like it's going to be Miami, even with Miami. You know, Butler's missed games, but the, Miami's two up on Orlando now. But then again, how do you go to war with, uh, with the Hawks? And it's been a disaster at home, ATS. And that game on MLK Day. <laughs> Uh, they're up 35 in the third quarter. They're laying eight and a half. Spurs cut it to eight. Yep. And, and Atlanta had free, did two free throws to win by 10.
2: Overall in the year, again, Hawks 10 and 29 overall, ATS. Worst mark in the NBA. At home, they're 4 and 14 ATS. The Magic are 26 and 14 ATS overall. Third best in the NBA, 13 and 9 against the spread on the road. Yeah. Okay. But. There Atlanta has been my kryptonite, so.
0: That's right. How do you feel about your Minnesota futures, the Timberwolves? Yep, I plus one. F- really good. Plus one fifty to get the one seed. Thirty three to one. Whiffed on that. what Would you whiff on? They were third
2: on the year before the season started. I'm like, they look attractive at thirty three to one. Well, Did I got- bet it? No. What do you have though? You got stuff, right? You got 60 60- I I'm, I'm just talking about to be the one seed in the Western oh, to Conference, the one seed. that's what 33 it was? to 1. I'm oh, making a case god. for it and I don't and I take Oh my god. Hate myself for that. One But okay. I got
0: I got him to not to win the division, but I got him to win the West. Yep, 6 to 1 to win the division. Good. We'll see. They're two up on OKC and three up on Denver. Uh they're laying uh big points tonight, a uh, lot of points and Boston Lane 16 against the Spurs, as Julian mentioned. Boston is $8 to get the one seed now oh, well. at DraftKings. How about that? Uh, but with San Antonio, listen, Wembenyama's putting up ridiculous numbers. Yep. But can you win any type of award when your team's this bad? That's a great question, they're Seven They're
2: 7-32. Right. And so if they win, I don't know, 15, 20 games on the year tops, and they're not going to win much more than that, and home green and OKC, they win 53 games and they're the two seed, and he puts up comparable numbers... Did they give it to Wemby?
0: Yeah, I... I, Boy, it's tough. I can't see it. But he has They have the worst record in the Western Conference. Even Portland has 10 wins. Yeah. I mean, you were just...
2: You're right. You were getting embarrassed by Atlanta. That's embarrassing. Yeah.
0: Down 35. I know they came back to make it look respectable, but that was... It's like like the quarterback and wide receiver that the team's so bad, all their numbers are in garbage time in the fourth quarter because you're throwing down three touchdowns. I mean, it's... The numbers are there, but you're seven and thirty-two. Uh Clippers six to one to get the one seed, by the way. They have the best record in the NBA going back here. It's like an eighteen and four run. Yeah, since December first. Only a couple games behind the T Wolves. And that six to one, that's juicy. Yeah. They they, they can they do that. Clicking. Yeah, they are.
2: But again, the T Wolves in a big spot the other night, everybody made the case for the Clippers. It was a good
0: win. He Wolves got him. Right. And they controlled that game. They are up. While well, they fell asleep, they were up 18. No. And then next thing you know, it's a three point game. But sure, that was a hell of a performance. Up next, we'll get
2: into some uh, props that we have for the divisional round and look at some updated odds on coaches' landing spots in the NFL here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
1: United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN.
0: Hey, this is John Ridley.
1: And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard hitting episode today, a lot of controversy.
0: DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, bringing you a great offer. New offers, new customers can bet $5 on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code Vegas. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, code Vegas. The crown is yours. And if you're new to sports betting or also with a new state, make sure you get that offer. And uh, we had a winner last night on the pregame with the TNT when we gave out the Sixers. You mentioned how bad the Nuggets have been on the road. Great game, Sixers get the win and the cover. So I'll we'll look for that as well and all the great offers NBA, NFL, and everything they have to offer with the specials at DraftKings. Playoffs. It, oh, go ahead. That was like 80 apiece at halftime. Yeah, it was. Those and two teams. I, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get to 260 in play. I couldn't get to 260. I look up with like a minute left in the fourth quarter. Denver at 11 points in the fourth That's quarter. That's always fun, huh? Okay, this is from Jeremy Fowler
2: on ESPN last night talking about former Patriots head coach Bill Belichick. Fowler said, quote, I was told from the beginning that Bill Belichick would likely target talented yet underachieving teams. Okay, that would not be, to me that's not the Dallas Cowboys. Have they underachieved? Yes, but they're a playoff team. This, to me, would mean a team that has missed out on the playoffs in recent years, but they're talented enough to completely... Right? This would be like Brady going to the Buccaneers. He knew that they were super talented. Atlanta and the Chargers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Those would be the two teams that come to mind. Yep. And he interviewed with Atlanta already. So did Harbaugh. The Chargers' next
0: head coach, Bill Belichick, yep. is 9-1. to one. <sighs> Harbaugh is minus $2. Yep. There was a report... Uh, some social media stuff, and the guy has over 30,000 followers. Expect an announcement by Thursday. Harbaugh to the Chargers. Okay. Do with that what you want. Belichick we'll to the Falcons, minus 150. So compare that. He's minus 150 Atlanta.
2: He wants to go to a talented yet underachieving team. Yep. Chargers 9-1. to one. The, the, the Chargers cannot screw this up. Yet I have this much faith in them
0: <laughs> to yeah. get the job done. All right. Well, it's pointing to the Harbaugh direction. We'll uh-huh. see, though, right? Yeah, and then what happens with Vrabel? First things first, you know, what's going on in Philadelphia? But but the big one is Dallas. I mean, if he gets rid of uh, McCarthy, then Mm -hmm. what happens? Well, here are the odds on that, by the way. Um, Which head
2: coach will be fired or leave first by week one, 2024? McCarthy is minus 350 compared to Sirianni, plus 225. I mean, he's got to be a big favorite, McCarthy. Just because it's... Cute to talk about with Sirianni potentially leaving doesn't mean that that guy's gone.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Um, Will McCarthy be the head coach of the Cowboys in week one? The no is minus $3. Sirianni, the yes is minus 150 head coach of the Eagles. Will Mike Tomlin be the head coach of the Steelers week one, 2024, the yes 350
0: He came out yesterday and. That's got to move up now after what he told the players. Sure. And not only that, then you had Hayward. And T- and TJ Watts say I'm only playing for for Coach T. Mm-hmm. So, and he's got yeah the one year left
2: on the contract. Came out and said what he had to say yesterday. I'd probably take that prop off the board. And these are low limits that we're talking about anyway. So next Eagles yep. head coach, if it's not Sirianni, Vrabel is minus one fifty. Then Belichick would be four to one. Watch out for Bobby Slovak, He's going to end up somewhere.
0: I say Tennessee. If he wants if he yep. wants to do it this year, he can uh-huh. have a job. Okay, right. But that's the thing about with these teams still playing. And then how much does it hurt them? Yep. And are these owners impatient? Ben Johnson's the favorite to go to Washington. What, what if Detroit wins again? All right. And what, if, what if one of these teams go to the Super Bowl? How long are you going to hold off? Maybe uh, like Sandy, let's say, the, the, the Chargers pass on Harbaugh or something doesn't get done. I was well, like, we could have that. I don't know. Yeah, Johnson to the
2: commanders, as you said, he's minus 140. Slovak is 3-1, to one, Harbaugh 6-1, to one, Belichick plus 6.50. What if they whiff on all four of those guys? Huh. Mike McDonald, D.C., Baltimore, he's 9-1. to one. Does me B- any, B- any have any chance whatsoever he's 12-1? to one? Or is this going to be another cycle where we hear that and uh, he's going to be maybe up
0: for some coaching jobs, but he doesn't get one? I'm sure that'll happen. Everyone else that was associated with anything to do with Kansas City and Mahomes got a job but him. I'll tell you what, th-
2: this is... I think you can find some long shots here. Next Cowboys head coach, if it's not Mike McCarthy, assuming that Jerry Jones whacks him. Belichick is minus one hundred seventy five. Not necessarily gonna happen. Slovak's plus five fifty, Vrabel is six to one, Harbaugh plus six fifty. I think Dan Quinn after what happened on Sunday, that's gone. He's eight to one. Could Ben Johnson be a player in Dallas? He's twelve to one. You, you might get a wonky hire here if, uh, just because Jerry Jones yeah. is that, you know, he's filled with that much lunacy.
0: Boy, that, I'm trying to think. Pete Carroll is 20 to one. I think he's done. Would you fall... I guess it's all the... We're talking about guys in their... Well, I guess it's like being the president of the United States, though. We're talking about guys in their 70s and
2: 80s. Honestly, think about that one for a second. If Belichick, which, again, doesn't have to happen to Dallas, Slovic, Vrabel, Harbaugh, Quinn, angles here where they go somewhere else, is Pete Carroll the most outrageous thing you've ever heard to Dallas, knowing Jerry Jones?
0: That Pete Carroll still wants to keep coaching? Yeah. I, Pete, retire. It's an I mean, come on. You're in your I know you're full of energy and chewing the gum and stuff, but it's put your feet up, relax. Take an advisor role and call it a career. Honestly, it's I, been I a hell of a run. I mean, I, you're seventy what seventy years seventy one. Seventy two. Seventy two
2: years old. I wanted to see like three to four years of him coaching Washington, the Huskies. And just we're gonna That'd be something. I'm just paying every recruit possible. Yeah.
0: And I'm an unbelievable recruiter well, okay. anyway. So so you mentioned you mentioned about you don't know what Jerry Jones could do and that's who does how, how about tepper kellen moore's the favorite <laughs> one that's that's lunacy kellen moore but he's he's liable to do anything number one who wants that job that's number, the big part of it number two it's like well i'm only going to get two years it could go sideways in a hurry and he'll he could throw me out and then uh, who knows that guy's only he's not gonna listen to anybody I mean, he's Bobby Axelrod a little bit. I'm yeah. gonna just do what I want and the hell with it. Maybe that could be the spot for Bienemy. I don't know. What, what what what's he at? Do you see odds on him? Yeah, he's nine to one. Hey. Kellen Moore. Maybe they go defense. I don't know. You just went offense and it blew up in your face. Well, but then again, you want to have someone to come in, and, and and improve young and try to save the salvage this train wreck. But I'll give you another angle here. And it really doesn't even matter who Dave
2: Tepper hires in Carolina. How about a bet on the Panthers head coach to be the first guy fired again next year? The way that he operates. Yeah. It's going sideways. There's no first round pick. It's happened.
0: Nice young's awful again. Niners did it, right? Back to back years. They went wasn't it Tom Sula and Kelly? Kelly and Tom Sula, yeah. Back to back one and done. Okay. Good props at, at DraftKings. Every team this weekend to score a touchdown. Yes, minus two dollars. You played that last like week, that. right? Yep, at plus one fifty. Now it's two dollars. Yep. You're gonna go to war again? Yes. Every team to score two touchdowns, plus 750. Will every team kick a field goal? Yes, plus 275. Eight teams. One game's going to be played in Buffalo. Another game's going
2: to be played in Baltimore. Possible elements there. You
0: you're going to be fine, uh, though, in Buffalo. I know the weather can change.
2: but yeah. uh, One game is in San Francisco. Uh, another game's going to be in a dome. I'll tell you, I don't...
0: The thing that hurts you there is it'll blow out, and then you're forced to throw. But that's... It didn't didn't happen last week. Miami only scored seven. uh, And two teams, by the way, playing with kickers I really can't trust in the same game. Yes. Green Bay and San Francisco. Every team with a passing touchdown. Yes, plus 260. And you have, again, two games
2: on the board that are priced right around nine or ten points. So the favorites you would expect absolutely will have a passing touchdown. Based on game flow here, teams coming back. Good quarterback play anyway out of Stroud and Love to match them. You yeah, get Mahomes and, and Allen in
0: one game, ah, that might not be bad. All teams to score a touchdown and a field goal, 7-1. to one. Ah, Now we're getting a little That's too... That's a big ask, I know. Uh, and most points by any team, 37.5 over minus 125. Oh, I think I've done the
2: breakdown of this every single year, and I think we get a team in the 40s, don't we? I'll go back yeah. and look. I'll have that one by Friday. Uh-huh. Um, And the Packers scored 48 this last weekend? Yep. And they, how about this? The Texans, if you bet them to be the highest scoring team, give you forty-five. You can't cash that ticket. Can you believe that?
0: Isn't that something? That's a rough one to take. Yep. Purdy and Love combined for eight t- t- touchdowns, plus eight fifty. Oh boy. Okay, it's a big one. Saint Brown has seventy-five yards in each half. Sixteen to <laughs> one. I could see that. I love that guy. I could. Yes. He's one of my favorite players in the and NFL. You know where it's going, and you can't stop it. Does Rice do it again? One thirty and a score plus 650. Do Knox and Kincaid do it again? Oh. Do they combine for two touchdowns? Seven to one. And more stuff is coming in. They update it every day. Will C.J. Stroud throw for 150 in each half, plus 750? Can't count that guy out. That's another one. It's going to Nico Collins. No, what kidding. are you going to do about it? Well, Ravens will have an answer this week. Well, I, okay, probably. But so. Up
2: next, Arash Marchese is going to join the show. He covers the L.A. and Vegas sports scenes Who will the Chargers end up hiring? We'll ask them next on Follow the Money. It's VSEN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.
0: Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree.